Welcome to Camping Out, a podcast about interesting people, stories, adventures, and their impact in the world, usually through the lens of outdoor adventure. I'm Dan Camp, and tonight we have a special episode where we're going to look back at 2020, the very first year of the podcast. While I'm usually a raging optimist, there is no beating around the bush that 2020 was a tough year. There was a lot of hurt and a lot of anger being projected into our lives daily as we tried to cope with a global pandemic. In the midst of this, I'm really, really glad you found the Camping Out Podcast. In this episode, we're going to look back at how all of our guests in 2020 answered the final question of our fireside chat. The question goes like this. When it's all said and done, when you're gone and all we have left to talk about is your legacy around a campfire, what do you hope people are saying about you? We'll start with our very first guest, Brock Fisher. Obviously, good things, you know. <laughs> I, I would hope, I, I would hope they're good things is what I meant by obviously. Um, but uh, I, I would hope that like the the main legacy I leave behind is that I was good to people. Uh, I'm not a a particularly religious man, um, although I have a, a deeply rooted respect for it um, as I used to be. Um, but after like my kind of transformation, or uh, I guess you could call it, into who I am today, um, I I found that like there should still be a reason just to be good to people. Um, like you know, the alternative is just being sour and mean, uh, and I don't I don't see any use for that. Like why why would you ever want to portray or pass on a negative feeling to another person? So. Um, kind of back to that positive impact thing. Like I just, even if I don't leave a significantly positive impact, like I, I would like to leave behind an idea that I was good to people. And that's not to say like that I've never made mistakes in my life or been rude or like kind of unjust. Um, however, uh, nobody's perfect. And I kind of just strive to, to be good to fellow humans, you know? Next up is Nick Roberts, a fan favorite and one of the best men I've ever met in the entire world. Honestly, the one takeaway I hope that you can get from me is like, just fucking live your life, man. That authenticity comment really hit me because that's that's immediately, you can be a motherfucking cocksucker, right? But if you're authentic, all right, I appreciate you as a human being, you know, because that at the end of the fucking day, that's, that's, that's all that's required of us as human beings, you know? That's all that, like... That's all that I can expect of anyone else because that's all that I can expect of myself. You know, so at, at the end of the day, when you're marking my gravestone, I hope that, A, you put, he's always better than the man next to him because I fucking, I live by that. You are. <laughs> yeah, and then he lived an authentic and wholesome life. Well, maybe not wholesome because that's not fucking Episode number three is with none other than the Barrington Williamson, a friend from college who has gone on to transform his life and instill a lot of personal growth both into his social life and his professional career. I think about it every day, actually, man. And um, the the biggest compliment to me when I'm, when it's all said and done, and I and I would like to 
bring up my man uh, Mark Harris, who I went, we went to college with, because I went to his friend. He was a good friend of mine, and just seeing the amount of people that cared about that dude at his funeral, it's just mm-hmm. crazy. But when when it's all said and done, for me, what I really, really hope people can get from me is that they just say that dude was just a good time. And when I when I say good time, I want people to think about he was always there for me. He called me randomly throughout the week. And I could not talk to him for years, but he, <laughs> he didn't take anything against me. We picked up right where we left off and he wanted the best for me. And he never wanted anything from me other than to see me win. And that's what I hope people really truly get away from me. And I, I don't want anything from anybody. I truly love everyone enough for who they are and they don't need to be any different when they're around me. I just want them to be them. And I want people to realize that when I leave here that they could be them around me. So that'll be the ultimate compliment for my legacy. Next up is Steph Zukowski, who finally brought some girl power to Camping Out. She was our first female guest on the podcast. Here she is. I hope that I was able to help people find their passions. I hope that I was able to help people explore spaces that they didn't know that they could. Um, And I hope I make people comfortable. Short, sweet, and concise. You gotta love it. Now, the next episode after Steph is my great friend, Riley McMinn, who came on to talk about uh, kind of his reverse dirtbag lifestyle of working for the man now to live like a dirtbag later. Here's Riley. Um, I'm I'm going to read it to you real quick because it it can't be said better than than this man has said it himself. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred with dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming. But who does actually strive to do the deeds? Who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement and who at worst, if he fails, at least he fails while daring greatly so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory or defeat. Teddy Roosevelt, baby. Theodore. The man, the man, the man in the arena, right? Like, you know, I, I honestly don't think, you know, many people, can say it better than than how he said it, but yeah. Look, <clears throat> I think I think the at least I hope you know people kind of get the point across in this podcast where you know there's you, you've got to push past that fear and um you know take control of your own destiny and you know if it doesn't work out, fuck it. You know what I mean? Like there's there's always other options. There's always things to fall back on, but at least you say you tried, right? Yeah. You weren't uh, weren't one of the timid few who uh, who didn't try. Continuing the theme of interviewing some of my favorite people, up next are my brother Jack and my dad Mark. 
just one week after we spent um, about a whole week in Glacier National Park together. Here's their answers. I hope that people are talking about me around a campfire and just remembering me is like, this is going to sound so like, I don't know, cliche and like bland, but just a good person. Like, I don't know. That's, that's what you want to be. You just want to be good to, you know, the people around you, especially uh, to the world in general. Um, so I, I don't want to like, I guess good is maybe selling it short. I mean, good in like in all aspects, being nice to people, being successful in, you know, your career, you know, wherever that may be. And I guess in my career in this case, um, being good to, um, my community, my environment. Um, and I hope that's what people remember me by. I hope people remember me. <laughs> that's a great answer, Jack. I love that. How about you, Deb? I'm still, I'm still beclumped by Jack's answer. So, <laughs> uh, so it's the last campfire. Mm-hmm. Um, and how I want to be remembered. So yeah. <clears throat> imagine it's a campfire. Jack and I are there and we're talking about your legacy. What do you want us to be talking about? All your friends, everybody that you ever cared about, people that you affected. What are they saying about you? I hope, I hope people say, man, that fucker knew how to party, man. <laughs> Seriously, I hope people say that guy knew how to make a good time out of anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Right? I, I uh-huh. hope I hope I hope that people say, um, I always knew I wanted to go wherever Mark was because I knew that it was gonna be fun and that um that Mark knew how to um find a good time. Always, no matter what, no matter where, Mark knew how to find a good time. Um, yeah. And then and, and at the same time, like Jack said, I hope that people think that I was a good guy, that I really wanted to, um, that I really tried and made some effort to try and make the world a better place and encourage other people to make the world a better place. Um, you know, they always ask, um, do you want to make money? Do you want to make a name or do you want to make a difference? In my case, I want to make a difference. If I can make a difference, all the other shit's going to fall into place. Now, I'm biased, of course, but I love those answers from both of those gentlemen. Speaking of men that I admire, next up is the Derek Leonard, one of the greatest coaches in high school football history, here to impart some of his knowledge and some of his wisdom on what it is to leave a legacy. Um, I hope you said what you just said. Honestly, if, if everyone says that um, and, and says, man, he, he did it the right way, he, he, he said what he, you know, and he was a good person, good father, good husband, um, and a good coach. And not a good coach because no rings, no wins, losses. We lost, you just said, man, he's a good man. He did things the right way. And he helped me become a better person, a man. That's really, man – that's what it's about. And that's what I want. I want, you know, like I said, I don't, I love winning and I love to be competitive. That's, that's part of it. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's definitely a minority part of it, you know, and it's a small part of it. I want to be, I want, hey, I want to be loved and I want to, and I want to do it genuinely and still, and be competitive and teach you the right way. I don't want to be easy and I don't want to be too hard. I want to be, man, I want to be a, 
a guy that they say, man, he was competitive and he got us to play hard and I'm a hard worker cousin, but man, he loved me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, um, he's a good man. And, um, I, I hope, like I said, if, if everyone says what you said, I'd be, that's awesome. That's, that's what I would shoot for. So. I've learned a lot about life from that man, Coach Leonard, so it was really, really cool to have him on and to have an interview where we dug pretty deep on on some uh, core aspects of leadership and um, living a life well-lived. Next up is Daniel Herman, who actually took his longboard from Miami, Florida, and rode it all the way across the country to San Francisco, California. It's quite the story. I feel like we only scratched the surface here, but here's Daniel on what he hopes we remember about his life. Dude, I want people to write on my tombstone without me saying this, but if I can just get people to know that I loved others, I loved my family, and I loved God, those are the things that I really care about. If I could just, I think relationship is the greatest adventure. Mm -hmm. I think I could go live in a desert with the most amazing people in the world, and I would have far better experience than living in Hawaii or San Diego by myself alone. So love God and love others. If I could just be known that I did that with all my heart, that's what would do it for me. That's success. Now, up until this point on Camping Out, I had only spoken with people who I had a relationship with before we had our conversation. That changes here with our episode with the Afros from Nature crew. I talked to Amanda. I got hooked up with these guys from my buddy Nick Roberts, who was uh, featured in episode two. And um, it was such a great thing. I had such a fun conversation, and it kind of pushed me outside of my comfort zone into interviewing more and more people outside of my inner circle. So here's Amanda on her answer. Probably just the things that they learned (laughs) that helped them. Um, through different things. That would be really cool. Um, maybe nasturtiums. <laughs> like, she made me get this nasturtium one time and I thought it was poisonous or something. <laughs> you know? right. Or like, I remember how she just put plantain on us. Like, oh, was that a cut? You know, waiting for people to get cut so that I could rub some plantain on them <laughs> like spit or whatever Ooh, <laughs> maybe not now but <laughs> <laughs> let me show you how you can let's spit on yourself <laughs> and she was crazy <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the best ones are always the crazy ones yeah the wackadoo like yeah. ooh wee Next up is MK and TJ. This one was really cool because they actually found the podcast one night when they were in their tent camping out. Perfect. Love story. I love it. Um, And they reached out to me, and they have quite a journey that they're going on with their mission to tent camp in all 50 states. Uh, And uh, we kind of just got to go on with our creative juices and decided to do an episode together. And uh, so this is their answer for what they hope we remember as we're having a beer by a fire once they are long gone. I hope that we were, you know, even if it's just one person, um, if we encouraged one person to get off the couch and pursue their dreams, um, I think it's all worth it. Yeah. I think we also, um, well, 
we're Christians. We realize not everybody is, but um, out of the love that we feel we've received from God, I hope that people feel loved and seen and valued and encouraged. Um, no matter where we are or what we're doing, I hope that's um, how we make them feel. Because, you know, people don't always remember what you say, but they will remember how you make them feel. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I hope that's what they, I hope that's what people remember about us. Next up is Dylan from River Company Outfitters, who has the coolest swag out there on the river, hats, t-shirts, stickers, you name it. Uh, kind of started as a passion project and has started to evolve into something that Dylan hopes turns into his gigantic moonshot to bring more and more people out onto the river. So here's Dylan on his legacy. Probably just how friendly and, uh, you know, how much I just wanted to hang out with people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, be nice and treat people how I want to be treated. Uh, I think that the world would go spin a lot faster and, you know, be a lot better if everybody just kind of was ni- was nicer. Um, and uh, I want people to know that I, uh, I worked hard and I, uh, I cared about them. And uh, at some point along the way, we, you know, we crossed paths and I remember your name and I've probably got a funny story to tell about you. Um, <laughs> All right, full transparency, I am still fangirling about our next guest, Brian Owen from the brand Astral. Astral is one of the most bomb-proof outdoor brands, especially when it comes to being on the water. Uh, My best PFD I've ever owned was uh, the green jacket. I love it. I still have it. I've got several pairs of their shoes. Uh, To say that I love the brand Astral would be... uh, underselling my appreciation for what they do. So sitting down with Brian was so, so much fun. Uh, I felt really grateful to have the opportunity, and I came away with a lot of uh, his wisdom. So here is Brian Owen on uh, what he hopes we take away from his life. Well, I, I, I guess, you know, what what I would hope is that, you know, people say, people would say that I helped them, you know, like uh, that's that's what I want to do is like, is really help people out, whether it's, you know, help our customer find the right thing or, you know, um, help, help a friend or, um, you know, something I've really been, you know, pretty, pretty passionate about lately is like helping like newcomers to the industry or to, to astral, like learn more. Uh, I would just hope that they're like, man, that, that dude was helpful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like uh, it's, I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't, I mean, I'm not trying to get rich. I'm not like trying to be like famous or anything. Like, I just want to be like, just want to be helpful to other people and, and uh, just kind of do my part as part of the, you know, the outdoor community, the, the, the Asheville community, the, the world community, just, you know, want to be helpful and be part of my community. The second to last guest of 2020 is none other than Connor from Reset Outdoors. I had the Afros and Nature crew, I had Nick Roberts all tell me you have to talk to Connor, and they were right. Connor and Reset Outdoors seek to bring people outside, not only for the enjoyment of being in nature, but also for the therapeutic benefits, uh, you know, bringing down your heart rate, reducing your stress, and also building closer teams. So here's Connor on his answer for our final question. Damn, dude. Um, 
way to end on a on a heavy one. <laughs> you know, I <laughs> right now my hope most of all is that my kids and grandkids, my my son now, we don't have he's our only one, yeah. um, can look back and say more times than that. My dad was not as big of an asshole as he was. Uh, <laughs> let me rephrase it. He, my dad was a good guy. Um, yeah. He cared, even if he got angry, even if he, you know, wasn't around as much as we all would have liked. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't have a doubt that I love them deeply. Uh, and maybe bigger level is that, you know, I left, I left a little bit more good um, behind than I took with me. Um, and that's, I think that's, uh, that would be enough. Last, but certainly not least, we have Natalie and Brittany from the Eddie out podcast and river to river. If you haven't listened to this episode, you have to go listen to the whole entire thing. These girls are true blue outdoor badasses, um, but here they are with their answer to the final question of our talk. What do they hope their legacy is when we're talking about it by the campfire? I would say that I um, that you learned something from me. Yeah. That a lesson or something I've shared or a mess up or the amount of honesty that I put out into the world that you learned and it helped you in some instance that it's, um, yeah, a memory, a good memory. Oh man. Can I say that too? <laughs> you can just say uh, times two. <laughs> ditto. <laughs> I mean, really, right? Like I think just knowing that you were able, able to have some sort of impact on someone's life and, and, um, for me, I feel like if I died tomorrow, I would, I've already done everything I could have wished for, you know, like not that I don't have a lot of goals, but I've had, we've had people come to us just thanking us all the time for getting them onto the river. And that to me is enough. Like the fact that I've, that we've, change some people's lives like we were what some people were to us already yes you know and I think that to me is uh, like I'm good Mm -hmm. right yeah (laughs) if something happens tomorrow I'm I'm okay I'm good yeah Yeah. (laughs) this was good yeah And that's that for this episode of Camping Out. It was incredible amounts of fun revisiting all of these conversations. It was also a testament to how far we've come in just 17 episodes. A big thank you to everyone who's come to sit by the fire with us in 2020. I'm humbled and touched by everyone who's taken an hour out of their day to listen to an episode. 2021 is looking promising. The Camping Out team is locked and loaded heading into the new year to continue creating content that not only entertains, but also inspires. If you'd like to reach out to suggest a guest or a topic, I'd absolutely love to hear from you. You can send us a message on our social media pages, which are in the show notes at dancamp.net, or simply by sending an email to campingoutwithdan at gmail.com. I want to send another big shout out to everybody who's rated and reviewed the podcast. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate that. 
And in the new year, folks, remember, adventure comes to those who go. <laughs>